What's up, everybody? Jordan here, back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Here to talk about some goals that maybe you should consider implementing for 2023, things that will change your life and really accelerate your fitness goals more than anything else. These are goals that have made huge differences for me and in the clients that I train online, in person, and uh, with my job, and just able to see the big effect that kind of changing your mindset around training and nutrition and mobility and all these different facets of fitness can really accelerate progress. Let's get started with today. There's three of them I want to talk about. We'll keep the episode a little on the short side today. Uh, This is episode 449 of the show, and thank you for listening. All right, and we're back with another episode. This is 449 of the show, and I'm going to talk about a few different things today, but really, like I said, I'll keep it on the shorter side. I want to just touch on some actionable things you can do kind of to shift your mindset a little bit in fitness this year and hopefully give you some things to think about as far as your goals that you have set. Uh, we want to make sure that you know your goals are appropriate for you, custom for you, and attainable for you. Those are all big I want to talk about specific things, though, you can change in your own goal setting that will make a difference no matter what your overall goal is. What I mean by that is you might just have a goal of looking better, but if you do the things I'm talking about today, even though they're not directly related to looking better, you will look better as a result because these things will take you further than just that focus on aesthetics will take you. You might have a goal of weight loss, um, focusing on the things I'm talking about today, even though they're not directly causing pounds to drop on the scale. Like it's not a supplement. It's not a certain cardio program or anything. It will make longer lasting results that will actually stick though. And that's what's really important. So these things are, I think, game changers for a lot of people because a lot of people um, don't pay enough attention to things I'm going to talk about today. So the first one we're going to talk about is shifting your training mentality over a little bit towards strength and performance. So what we want to do is specifically um, focus in your training, your main training sessions on actual performance. Even if, like I said, your goal is to lose weight, your goal is maybe to build muscle, even if it's just pure hypertrophy, pure body fat loss, that's all that really motivates you. Changing your goal and your mindset towards improving performance like you're an athlete will make a bigger difference long-term because you're going to be able to build strength. You're going to be able to build muscle and move better and perform exercises better, which is going to make a big difference in the long run as well. You're going to stay healthier and you're going to um, just become a more well-rounded person in the gym and in life where just training for something specific like fat loss or muscle gain might leave you some pretty big gaps and weaknesses. So what does this look like? Well, it looks like your main training should be around strength. An athlete, especially in the off season, is really, really zeroed in on being stronger and being stronger in things that relate to their sport. So what that means is essentially, you know, a football player, for example, would get stronger legs, stronger hips, uh, maybe some stronger upper body in some certain positions and focus on that because that power directly 
translates over to the football field. If it's something like a golfer, a golfer who's training might train for strength in rotational aspects, maybe in the hips, so they're able to get more power on their shots. Um, And that makes a big difference when they actually get to the golf course. So you, as an average person who's maybe not an athlete, have to think, what are some movements that if I got stronger at and perform better in would make a big difference in my you know, life, I guess, because you don't play a specific sport. Or maybe you do have a hobby that you want to um, get better at. If it's just daily life, though, you might think, well, bending over, picking stuff up is important. Um, Lifting stuff over my head is important. Squatting down is important. Those things you can improve your strength on and it'll make a big, big difference in the long term. If you do have a hobby like hiking, biking, uh, golfing, Um, swimming, whatever, it would make a big difference to improve your performance on certain things uh, that would translate to those. So it might be leg strength, it might be uh, be back strength, things like that. Long story short, I could go on and on. Um, Focus on improving your performance for something specific and programming in a way that an athlete would. So you're not just going in and doing crazy amounts of volume for the sake of a burn and a pump. You're going in for a specific goal to improve strength and performance in something specific. When you approach your programming that way, it's going to become much better and more effective programming. The next one we're going to talk about today is um, to always focus on a pain-free life in and out of the gym. Similar to performance, uh, you don't just want to go into the gym pounding a muscle group for the sake of pounding the muscle group. You need to go into the gym with the purpose of getting better at a specific movement or movement pattern or um, to you know improve something outside the gym. But nothing's going to improve if you're getting hurt all the time. And in preventing injuries, living a pain-free life is the most important thing you can do in your own training um, and even your own mobility practices. Anything you can do to just improve your your pain, reduce that and reduce the chance of injury is going to help you train better. It's going to help you train longer. It's going to help you do things in your life better and without worry that you're going to keep getting hurt. Um, I've seen, you know, people, I mean, you just think about maybe elderly people, elderly people really start struggling physically when they have an injury, like a fall, they break their arm, they break their hip, something like that. That is really when things start deteriorating uh, because they're not able to move, continue to strength train, continue to exercise, and do the things in daily life that they're meant and able to do before. So preventing injury is key. I think everything in your training and mobility practices should be focused around preventing injury and staying pain-free. So what that means is a few different things and I can talk about that later. And in fact, I kind of want to start coming out with more content about becoming pain-free because I think that that is just a really important thing for people, especially as they get over like 25 years old, because you start getting little nagging aches and pains. And um, it's very important to get those taken care of immediately. So what are some things you can do to keep yourself pain-free? Well, you need to stay at a healthy body composition. You need to perform full range of motion on your exercises, implement regular mobility training. Um, you know, especially I think in the ankles, hips and 
upper back. Those are definitely areas that are really locked up for a lot of people. And improving your mobility in those areas will help immensely. Um, But then also, of course, your training needs to be with always the underlying goal of staying pain-free, which means you're not doing too much volume you can handle and recover from. You're not, um, you are not doing, adding weight, doing intensities that you're not able to actually perform with perfect form and range of motion. Everything has to be picture perfect. Uh, so you are more intelligently progressing. That's really important. And then of course the other things, like I said, like regular activity, flexibility training, mobility training to stay mobile and pain-free. The third thing I want to talk about today is, check my notes here for a second, is to raise your maintenance calories. I wanted to talk a little bit about nutrition in today's show because a lot of the goals people will have for 2023 are related to nutrition. One of the most powerful things you can do that will change your fitness journey in your life in 2023 is to raise your maintenance calories on what you can maintain your weight on and still eat. The absolute like holy grail might be dramatic to say, but I'm going to say it. The holy grail of nutrition is when you can eat plenty of food that leaves you satisfied every day, that's easy for you to stick to, and that allows you essentially any food you want to include in your diet. Not every food. You can't just go on and have a cheat day and maintain your weight, but any food you could have pizza, you could have ice cream included in your diet, maybe one of those per day, but it could be included and you could still hit your targets quite easily because you have enough calories to add those foods in. When you can do that and still maintain your weight, that's the holy grail because you're able to really approach any situation stress-free. Going on vacation, for example, next week and uh, to know that I can maintain my weight on like 3,300 calories is super powerful because I know I can pretty much have a really nice meal out every day. I can have a decent sized breakfast. I, as long as I'm focusing on hitting some protein throughout the day, I'm probably not going to go over 3,300 calories unless I'm eating a lot of high calorie foods. Um, you know, it's a lot stress-free living. You might not be able to get to that point, but you can definitely improve your maintenance calories with enough work at it. The things that increase your maintenance calories are, Really, when it comes down to it, three things. One, you are going to build muscle. Nothing's going to improve your maintenance calories more in the long term than adding more tissue to your body. If you're 130 pounds right now, being 145 pounds at the same body fat percentage is going to um, you know, allow you to eat a lot more because of that lean tissue that needs to be maintained. The next thing you can do is to move more getting more steps in throughout the day, being more active, maybe some high-intensity cardio throughout the week. You're burning more calories, using that as energy, and you're able to eat a little bit more. And the last one is to just not diet all the time. And that's a big one for a lot of people is how do you eat more calories long-term? It's to eat more calories a lot of the time, right? You can't expect to be eating 1,200 calories a day for three years and then suddenly get your calories up to 2,500 it's going to be a slower process. You need to spend a lot more time eating more calories, building that muscle, and getting your body used to and adapting to those higher calorie targets. Super important stuff. And 
when it comes to stress about nutrition, when it comes to being able to lose fat easier, nothing's going to go further for you than increasing your maintenance calories as much as you can, even if that means putting your main goal on the back burner, meaning if you want to lose body fat and that's kind of a goal, but you know you have to eat 12, 1300 calories to do it, you might just put off that goal for a year, focus on raising your maintenance calories, and then actually accomplish that goal once and for all next year. But you put in the time now to raise your maintenance calories, set yourself up for success in the long term, and you'll thank yourself for it later when you're able to do things like vacation or not track your food or anything intuitively and still make progress. So those are the three things I want to talk about. I think those are really important goals, big goals that a lot of people don't think about and use in their training, nutrition, and goal setting. Um, if you have any questions on those, shoot me an email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work with me um, to do any of those things, impre- increase your strength performance, raise your maintenance calories, or stay pain-free, um, just send an email to that email address. I'll link in the description of this podcast with the word goals in the subject, and I will help you out. Thank you so much for listening to episode 449 of the podcast. Take it easy, everybody, and have a great week.